This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. Holy mackerel, boss. We're doing the season five roundup. Wow. Wow. <laughs> how do you feel? I feel good. How do you feel? I can't believe how effing fast this has gone. Yeah. Can you? Ten weeks. No, but I mean like I think we've been in lockdown how long now? Well, uh, talkie. Seven months. Holy mackerel. It's a long time. So if this is your first time, oh, good work, just breathe straight into that Sorry. mic there. <laughs> um, so if this is your first time listening to us, basically at the end of each season, Bosso and I do a season recap or roundup. Yep. We kind of talk about some of the highlights of the season. We have a bit of a banter. I've put a and a out on Insta yesterday for yep. us. So we'll touch on some of that in the um, in the poddo. Okay. Oh, he's doing a bit of research on the spot, aren't you? In I'm just on. trying to think back on uh, on this season's episodes. <laughs> Quickly, because we're not going to be doing an intro for this pod, um, just a little kind of update, a life update. We're here yep. in Torquay. It feels very wintry right yeah, now, does. doesn't we it? We had a little bit of summer we last swam week. In the ocean yeah, on we had Friday. like two days of 29. And we swam in the ocean, but the, yep. the water temp was 11. Yeah, it was pretty cold. But it was very, very nice to be on the beach. I know. It felt like we're on holiday. Yeah. It felt like we're a little bit more free. Yeah. Just to kind of sit there and enjoy a little bit of sunshine. It was very nice with you. Yeah, very, very sweet. And you've had a couple of things been going on. I know you've had some family stuff been happening. Yeah. So my nan passed away about a week ago now. Mm -hmm. And I was so lucky though because I did get to say goodbye to her because she – uh, where she was was in regional Victoria and obviously yep. we're in regional Victoria. So it's it's been really sad but also quite confronting because other family members from Melbourne couldn't get up to see yeah. her because of COVID stuff. But I've got my necklace on with her ring. You can probably hear me jangling it now. <laughs> and so it's got my grandma's ring on it and now it's got my nan's ring on it and I mm. wear it around my neck every day. So That's nice. It feels nice. Yeah. I think it is lucky we got to go drive up to... Dalesford and do a little goodbye. See her properly and yeah. say goodbye. And then also obviously hang with mum. Yeah. Because it's my, my nana's mum's mum and her name was Dorothy and she was very sassy. Mm. She was a tarot card reader. Uh, she was a dressmaker and she'd often say, because she won Bella the Ball in yeah. 1959 and she'd often say, you know, she stole all the boys. So she was a, yeah, she was a very, I used to call right towards the last like five years, I'd always call her Cheeky Chops because she was yeah. very cheeky. Yeah. And she had a, you met her a fair yeah, few times. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, I'm glad I got to hang out with her a bit. So, I thought it was quite funny because your mum was like, I can't find any of her important documents, but she's kept her Bell of the Ball sash. Yeah, from 1959. Jesus. Yeah. Doesn't have, it doesn't have a birth certificate, nothing just had. Ah. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, so 
All one right. other thing I want to mention, thank you for mentioning yeah, that, by that's the all way. Right. Um, one other thing I want to mention is some of your music was featured in a television show recently called The Heights. Uh, yeah, Aussie it was. Aussie TV show. So it was a song that I co-wrote and produced for another artist, Luna May. Luna May. Yeah. Who's very talented. Yeah, she's pretty cool. So congrats on that one. You know, I was going to give you a little shout oh, out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. He's so humble. Yeah. Let's talk about me a little bit more. <laughs> well, what else do you want to share? No, that's it. Coffee's going good. Music's going good. Yeah. I'm at full-time acting school at the moment and I'm manuscript writing. I'm officially up to chapter six of wow. a 12-chapter book. So you're halfway there? Well. Ish. I, I, yeah. I like, I feel like I'd still want to work on the other chapters if that makes sense, but yeah. I'm definitely halfway down the brain dumping and development and and – the skeleton feels a lot stronger now than it did a few months ago. So what happens like once you once you feel like you've kind of written those 12 chapters, would you then go back and start editing? What's the process? So I think you get an editor. Oh, I'm pretty sure we get an editor. So once it's totally written to the point that I'm wrapped with the first kind of yeah. draft of the manuscript, then I'll deliver it to the publishers and then they'll get it back with edit notes. And that – Back and forth with editing notes can usually be a really big and tedious process. process yeah. 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 So that's why I'm kind of trying to dump as much as I can into these chapters now because I know that they'll be edited. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. So just putting as many ideas down as yeah. you can. Yeah. And that's I just cool. really try and set myself each week to work on a new chapter idea. And even if I don't finish that chapter, I force myself to start the next chapter yeah. the following week. And that's why I mean like they're still a little bit higgledy-piggledy. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Mm, very cool. Very, very cool. cool. Let's um let I've got some fun stuff for us but to do. Hold on, do you want to talk about the book a bit more? Oh well people have asked. They want to know what's what do you want to know, about? I don't know. What give it give me a bit of a rundown of what the book's gonna be about. So this is book number eleven. Yep. And everything in the lead up to this book has been my first book was kind of half self-published and then I still had uh, a book publisher kind of like sh- ghost backing me and so it came out under one of the imprints but it was pretty much a self-publishing experience-wise and then everything else was done with Pam McMillan, one of the great Aussie um, publishing houses. So this time I've taken a two-year hiatus and changed publishers. So I'm now with Murdoch Books. Amazing. And this is now a little bit more of like a life hack book or a personal development book. We talk about mental health and – failures and the lessons along the way. Very similar to this podcast, in fact. That's cool. Yeah. That's a very cool concept. I've written about you already, oh, Sexy really? Legs. Yeah. Nice things, I hope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Big time. I talked oh. about finding real love. I think that that's something that so many people, and I know for all of my 20s, that's something that I really wanted and I yeah. was that girl that had those failed attempts of dating Narcissists? Oh, yeah. Am I allowed to say that? Of course you are. You can say assholes. <laughs> Narcissists, though, like I think, um, and I just never thought that I'd find someone as kind as you. Oh. So I've written a bit about what real love feels like. That's nice. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Matt said to, before we started recording this, he said, now you're driving this, Lola. You did, didn't you? Yeah, well, you've got the questions in your hand. I do. I haven't prepared anything for this. So I have. I'm just off the cuff. I have, but, but I'm a little nervous. Why are you nervous? Well, I don't know. 
just just feeling. Maybe. I just love I'm love you, this podcast so much that I don't want it. I never want to put out something mediocre. Yeah. And so I hope I've done enough prep. That's I guess. Maybe you got butterflies because you're sitting opposite me. Excitement oh, butterflies and your big dreamy blue eyes. Oh. And I got clean hair today. And I've oh, you haven't straight. Yeah. He normally stra- oh, you have straightened no, I did it. Straighten it, yeah. Oh, he's got those little mini Barbie size straighteners. Yeah, but it was way too curly. My hair was getting out of control. I love it curly, boss. No. Anyway, <laughs> Nick, let's go to the questions. Not talk about my hair. What do you want to do? Questions or do you want to do season wrap up? Okay, season wrap up. All right, so Ep 1 and Ep 11 were both Natural Natural Harry. Harry. And Natural Harry's got a new book coming out called Home. So we got her on again because her book's about to drop. Awesome. Obviously, we love Natural Harry. We do. Both times you've got to hang out with her wonderful dog, Fred. Fred. Who's a rescue dog, I think. He's half coolie, half... I think I, I don't think they actually know what he is, but he's like a half coolie, half Australian shepherd half something else that's more, it's too many halves, but you get what I mean. A mixer, but a a wonderful mixer. Um, Harry is cool. She really talks about living sustainably, Mm. minimalistic living. Uh, She lives in a really cool tiny home. Yeah. Just a cool egg. And both pods, the reason why we did the second one was we just didn't touch enough on things we wanted to talk about, like yeah. social expectations, ageism, being yeah. a woman, all yeah. that. So yeah. that's why the second Yeah, Harry's is. a really cool person and she's very um, not set in her ways. That's not, not a good way of putting it. But um, she's very kind of strict on her values and what yeah. she believes in and she does, really doesn't sway from that. She mm. really kind of sticks to what she believes in. Yeah, I really, really admire that. She's got a beautiful set of like morals and ethics. Yes, exactly. I think. Very cool. Cardia Milan. Cardia. Cardia is cool. Cardia we end up doing on Zoom. We'd been wanting to do it in person because mm. I'm good mates with Cardia. We used to be roommates. Roommates, right word? Yeah. And when she had a tree house in Sydney and that was our word for it. It was just a very beautiful house. Yeah. Um, and... Because of COVID and lockdown, I don't know, we just yeah. decided to do it via Zoom because I really wanted to get her on. But, yeah, she's obviously yeah. a ledge and she was great. social media star. Yeah, yeah. Kate Kendall, Yogi from yeah. SIDS. That Very one cool. we actually recorded yonks ago, nearly yeah. a year ago now, boss. Yeah. And we just had it in the can and we finally released it. Yeah, it was a great app though. Ash Brewer in LA. Uh, yeah, love Ash. Legend. You had a little crush on Ash, didn't 100% you? 100% I got a crush on her. <laughs> she's wonderful. She's gorgeous. She's kind. So she was on Neighbours for Yonks and Yonks. Yep. Then went and did Bold and the Beautiful in America. Did a movie with Tyrion Lannister. Yep. Um, Definitely didn't remember when I um, met her in LA. <laughs> didn't you buy a dinner at Chateau Mama or something? No, I was at dinner at Chateau Maman with some of her friends and then she came and then um, none of them ordered food. I was the only one Skinny ordering girls. food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they all ended up eating all my dinner out of my plate and I kept having to order more mains. Pastas? Yeah. You love pasta. Chateau Maman, best. Oh. Oh, I can't wait to get back to Chateau in uh, LA. But she's really, really cool. And um, it was really cool hearing about, you know, acting and her. Um, and an Aussie actor that's kind of jumped the pond and gone yeah. to LA and been a little a fish in a bigger pond. Yeah. You know, and she talks a lot about Margot Robbie being her hype girl and yeah. kind of like being her wing woman and saying like um, – don't give up on the dream yet. You've got more gas in the tank. Like yeah. keep going. And it was really nice to yeah because they used to be roommates when they were both on neighbours together. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't know that. How cool! 
Pippi, Pippi Pomeranz. Oh, Pip's great. Pippi's great. She shared a lot about career but also a lot about her personal story with her Bambinos. I think she went through something like, I want to say 11 rounds of IVF. Wow. Then had a surrogate and lost the twins I think at six or seven months. Premi, and she talked about how how long they. It's it's a really trigger warning. It's a very raw episode. Yeah, but she's now got two very um, healthy and beautiful babies yeah. that are the light of her life, and she shares a lot about that journey and and just never giving up on the dream of becoming yeah. a mum. Yeah, yeah. Then Purvis Taylor. Purvis, yeah, Purvis is really cool in New York. New York, he was really cool. So he's like a motivational speaker, author. Uh, really cool just to get a dude's perspective on yeah. stuff who kind of really marches to the beat of his own drum. He got We got a great response from that app, do yeah. you remember? Isn't he like a celebrity business coach or mentor or yeah, something like that? Yeah, works with a lot of celebos. Yeah. Celebos, is that a – I don't that, know. Have I well, boganized? Just, yeah, boganized that word. Ben Milliken. Yeah, cool. Actor. We yeah. got our first advanced screening. Screener. We did. Yeah, it's called a screener from yeah. Paramount. Uh, yep. That was fun. So they send you like this file with a watermark over it. Yeah. And it says your name is the watermark so that you basically you can't pirate you can't steal it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And we got to watch The Mighty Oak, which is his new movie. Yeah. Uh, like, a, I don't know, a week before he. We fe- I felt like we were like movie reviewers or something. Oh, I was like living the dream right now. Yeah. Uh, we did a birthday episode because we both shared, we're two days apart. So yep. we had a birthday in September. Chris Wilson. Yeah. Yokes. Chris Yoke is yoga. great. He's such a really, like, he's such a nice guy. He's one of those people that you're like salt of the earth. Yeah. One of those people. Yeah. Uh, Trav Jeffrey. Travis is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Real. We, and we watched that is movie. Is it Jeffrey there. or Jeffries? Did I just F Jeffrey. That up? Jeffrey. Oh, Tra- so I didn't. Travis. I'm going to sneeze, I think. Travis Jeffrey. I'm oh, our boss sure. is doing the double check. Double I love check it. In the, uh, and he's also a Polish man ambassador. So that's how oh, we yeah. got him. And you're part of that too. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. So you've got a full, you've got all of the month of October to get involved with Polish man. We'll put a link in the show yep. notes. Yeah. Uh, we, we watched the movie that Travis Jeffrey was in the other night. Unbroken. Unbroken. Angelina Jolie directed it. And we, well, we've already watched him in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Which I. Love. Yeah. We were going to do a marathon again. We haven't done that yet. Uh, I think, did they take it off Netflix? Yeah. I think they took it off Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's upsetting. I don't know why they, they put things on Netflix and they take it off, then it goes back on. Like, where's Harry Potter gone? Harry Potter's gone again. Oh, now, boss. Boss is obsessed with I Harry love Harry Potter. Potter. Love. Love. In fact, we were FaceTiming your nephews the other day and they were showing you that invisit that map that. The, uh, the, the, Mar- the Marauders map, yeah. And and they, his nephews who are, how old are your nephews? How old is Christian? Seven? And then Andrew would be? Uh, five. And they were saying the map name wrong and Matt would not let it go. <laughs> you were correcting them over. Well, they need to know how to properly, <laughs> properly pronounce it. Totally. And I taught them the spell. You did, yeah. you did. Mischief managed. Yeah, that's the closer. What's to open it? Um, I solemnly swear I'm up to no good. <laughs> Can you say any of the like, are there any tongue twisting things? What do you mean tongue twisting? Of Harry Potter. Like the spells? Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember now. Oh, come on. No, I can't, I can't remember now. Oh, have to come. I have to come back and do a Harry <laughs> Potter episode. He loves Harry Potter. Do you reckon there's a Harry Potter podcast? Surely. Surely there's got to be. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Okay, 
I now want to add, and we didn't do this and we don't usually do this in the season roundup, but okay. because we have got so ahead of recording at the moment, we know what the lineup is for season six. Yeah. And yeah. we're only going to take one week break instead of two because we're so excited. Is that Are right? We? Okay. Well, we had a little I don't chin. know. You tell me. We had a little brainstorm about that. Do you not remember, boss, a few uh, weeks back? Did you send it to me in an email, the schedule? No. Oh. You should do that. You're vexing me right now. <laughs> okay, so Al Ferguson. Yeah, very cool. I I didn't really know much about Al Ferguson. She but, was a um, legend. So she's in massive influencer, yeah. fashionista. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that word? Do yeah, I sound sure. Old? And Al Effect is her tanning product. Yeah. But it's really cool. She talks about going to Kim Kardashian's house. Yeah. So cool and like being invited for an influencer event. Yeah. And the bit that I lost my bananas for was like she talks about like Chris Jenner walks over to her and she's like, hey, Al, welcome. Are you wearing Yeezys? Like, That's cool. And I'm like, did they have a folder of your faces? And- 100%. They would have a publicist there with a folder with faces. And, Do you know yeah. Kanye came down at the end too? Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Amaze. I know. I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what I'd do either. Hey, um, one day um, when we're in LA, we might get invited. Do you reckon? I don't feel like I'm a big enough influencer. I want to go to um, P Diddy's white party. What's P Diddy's he, white he party? He does like like a party every year. It's like some epic like house party. Oh. Apparently it's like, yeah, super like. Sign me up. Yeah, sign me up. Okay, the next oh, guest. Here we go. I, I know, am going to admit. this is going to be. <laughs> I have a huge crush. <laughs> Massive crush. Boss also called me out on that, didn't you? Why you're a little bit flustered. Aussie actor. He's yep. won a Logie, an actor award, and all-round legend. But he's Has the triple he won threat. won a, a Logie? Yeah, for Peter Allen. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And he was nominated for Deadline. I know everything because I obviously really got of invested course. in this guest. Um, was nominated for Deadline Gallipoli and Peter Allen yeah. for the same. Are you going to say his name or are you just going to Well, you down? go for it. No, go. The, a wonderful actor, Joel Jackson and Joel musician. Jackson. Yep. And anyway, I had a ball chatting to him. And then, obviously, at the end of the pod, who do you think comes over and hijacks my interview? Oh, I just had a, said a little hello. Oh, Nick Minute, you two were just chatting about music. We've been emailing, yep. They DM each other. Yeah, I get do. so jealous. Yep. <laughs> Don't I? Yeah, you also said if we ever break up that um, <laughs> you, you'll be pursuing Joel Jackson. <laughs> I said put in a good word for me, I said. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be highly embarrassing if he ever listens to this. Let's uh. hope he doesn't. Oh, next guest, so much fun. I was really nervous for this guest, Tim Blackwell. Yeah. So if anyone listens to Nova, he's part of the Kate, Tim and Marty, although Marty's just left. It's now Joel Creasy. Yeah. Um, It's the Nova Drive show. Yeah. He is a legend. But I was really nervous because I'd never had a radio announcer on before. or Like a proper experienced radio hosts. Yeah, you know. and like so funny and I thought his background must have been comedy because he's yep. so hilarious and he properly went to like Australian Radio and Broadcasting School in Sydney. Yep. I didn't know there was a full like yeah. studymanship. Yep. No, it's yep. not a degree, it's like some kind of. Yeah. But he's done the hard yards yep. and he's like worked from regional. He's been Nova since the get-go. Anyway, champion. Yeah, I think that's how they do it in radio. Like you get – Kind of brought up through the ranks through like regional radio and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, 
Tim's really cool. Mm. Blackers, we'll call him. Yeah. Alex Kubis, actor, Aussie actor living in LA, he mm-hmm. was really cool. He kind of was, became this massive sensation in an Australian mermaid show. You know that? It's no. not, not H2O, just add water, the other one. Fuck, I've forgotten. It's all in my notes here anyway. Is it like a, like a young Yeah, Yeah, like a show? Teen, teen show. That was oh. – and he it went gangbusters and now he's living in LA and like pursuing acting. Wow. What a ledge. And he's also a lawyer. What? Yeah. That's random. go-getter. Ksenia w- yeah. was so lovely to get on the pod. Um, she was really open and raw and vulnerable too. How do you say her last name? Ludich. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> You're so mean for doing that to me. <laughs> Can you say? I think it was a Ludic or Ludich? Ludich. Oh, my god. She's a host on E. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And but also like influencer, really into beauty, makeup, fashion as well. Yeah. And she's a trained journalist. Very cool. That makes sense. I love how you're trying to pull the rug under all my research off me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 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 Okay. Who's next? Ah, uh, you're gonna try and trip me up on this name too. TikTok sensation. Yeah. So we know the you know the TikTok, it's like it, it's it's ScoMo saying, Andrew, Andrew. Andrew, yep. and then he says whatever that other line, yep. like Cassandra, and then starts dancing, dancing yep. and it's the Triple J sound. Jeff Van Der Zandt. Yep. Yes. Nailed it. Nailed it. Legend. Very, very cool. Like if you think about it, it comes out of like basically obscurity and then has like this viral fucking TikTok video. Yeah, and he's super grounded and yeah. a legend. Uh, funny, funny, funny human being. Nazim Hussain. Yep. Did I nail that as nailed well? Nailed that. I feel like Nazim, his episode is going to be a very pivotal kind of episode. Why? I don't know why. He's, he's a very big guest and he's kind of like a very like I was well, very nervous. well-respected person. He's very smart. Um, he has, you know, very kind of like, um, I don't know, like, you know, talks about like religion and Muslim and – Oh, he's – Insanely intelligent, yeah. insane. Like we listened to a few episodes in the lead up. Do you remember? Yeah. And we listened to a podcast he'd done with Walid. Am I saying that right? Yeah. And you looked at me about 30, 40 seconds in and you're like, you need to know he's really smart. Yeah. So, so smart. So smart. And but doesn't take himself seriously at all, yeah. which is like obviously where his magic is. But he, the thing that I loved most about our podcast, he really let, me into his process. Like yeah. he was like, when they do pranks, he's like, oh no, everybody except the one person you're pranking pretty much as an actor. Yeah. And they'll hire out entire restaurants. And I'm like, even for the dating the Indian prince and the Mumbai prince, and he's like, mm. yep, only the girl. Wow. Everybody else is in on it. Because it means that the the person they're trying to trick will go along with it a bit longer mm. than they usually would. Anyway, very fun. Pretty cool. I'm not going to mention the other people because they're still that we're going to get on because they haven't been recorded recorded. yet and, you know, what if something goes wrong. But that's exciting. We haven't usually given a teaser like that before. But really good episodes, really strong episodes, really, I don't know, the people are just amazing, you know. And if, 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 oh, get your words out, Lola, but like if it wasn't for Corona, we wouldn't be recorded. Most of them are recorded online. Yeah. All of them are recorded online, in yeah. fact. And so, yes, they're recorded on Zoom, but 
if it wasn't for Corona, because we are always recording in person, we would never have got the opportunity to record those people. Yeah. And Polish man. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are Polish men ambassadors in there as well, which is how we were able to like connect with them. People like Nazim on the pod, you yeah. know, who's totally out of our grasps. He's not out of a grasp, but you know. He's a big name. Yeah. He's a big he just got nominated last week for like a Loki or something. Really? Was it a Loki? I think it was a, oh no, it was an actor, an actor award. Really? Yeah. For like best comedian. That's cool. All right. So Here we go. Are these are the questions now. Yeah. So season I'm six, ready. get pumped. We're only gonna take a one week break. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. And then it's Christmas and then we're having a proper break. Yeah, so I've written in here a Christmas app. You and I will do a Chris O app. Okay. Okay. Uh, and we will have stuff to say, announce, boss. Will we? Big changes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exciting. And that it's does not, not it's mean. It's not a baby and we're not getting married. married. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that too. Um, so this question that has come in, I'm so excited about because you and I have recently dived into the wonderful world of Shit's Creek. Yes. The TV show, which yes. you've already watched. I have. I'm on, my, I'm on my second watching with you. And I'm very late to the party but absolutely loving every single second of it. I think Dan Levy is amazing. His brain is, and obviously Eugene, their brains are incredible. Uh, but somebody has said, can you please play the game Two Truths and a Lie? Ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> which I'll, is off episode one. I think it's off the pilot of Shit's Creek. Uh, they do, they play God. it. So, uh, do you want me to start? Okay, go. I haven't got anything in my head, so I'm making this totally up on the spot. So, for people listening, you tell two true things and one lie, and the other person has got to guess what's true and what's the all guess the one lie. Is that right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Have okay. I said it right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm nervous now because I'm like, I don't know what to say. Well, uh, neither do I. Let me hang on. Let's just. We should have prepared this one. Can you um, put some nice thinking music in now? Dun, 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 no. Dun, 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 nicely, like edited. Okay. Under. Yeah, I can do that. Okay. Okay. So now I won't feel All bad. Right. Okay. Okay. Two truths and a lie. Okay. One. I can't wait to move to Byron Bay with you. Two, I bought sneaky chocolates at the supermarket today and didn't tell you. <laughs> Three, I'd like to have Mexican for dinner tonight. It's <laughs> so hard. So number one, I can't wait to move to Byron Bay with you. Yeah. Number two, I did a cheeky thing and bought chocolates at the supermarket today and didn't yeah. tell you the truth. Number three, I'd like to have Mexican for dinner tonight. So two are true and one is a lie. Okay, well, they all could be <laughs> they could all be true. Let's just start with that. Because Isn't yes, that the point of it? You can't wait to go to Byron. Yeah. Um you do have a history of sneaking a little chocolate in a marvelous creation. Yeah. And Mexican is one of your favorite meals. Yeah. So I think that the lie um, I'm going to have to say the chocolate. <laughs> you think the chocolate is the lie? No, did you have chocolate? <laughs> Hang on, which one do you think is the lie? The chocolate at the supermarket. Yeah, it is today. the lie. It's it the is lie? Like I didn't get chocolate supermarket. Oh, okay, thank because, God. Because, you want to know why? You had why? three Raffaellos and you hid them from me last night and I said that hurts. Yeah, it 
where we hide each of these from each other. Okay, so backstory, there's been one or two instances of Lola going shopping for groceries yeah. and sneaking in a little uh, little treat or chocolate while shopping. As your dad would call them a yeah, yum, yum yum. Yum yum. Yeah. And not sharing it with me and then telling me like two hours later. Yeah. And so, then I did it yesterday for the first time and you got upset. As we were going to bed, I said, boss, I'd like to have a chat which I often do, and I said, now it does feel not nice being uh, hidden, having an experience hidden from hidden from me. I won't do that to you again. That's how I thought you'd know it's a lie. Yep. Go, your turn. Um, okay, so I think it's um, – I love reading negative comments on po- that people leave on podcasts mm-hmm. and um, I've snuck off more than once to eat chocolate when I've gone shopping. Mm-hmm. And um, my f- favorite thing to do is watch TV with you. So, which one's the lie? Watch TV with me. We do more fun things than just watch TV. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. What it might be my favorite thing to do with you? No, it'd be like the lawn or nature or something. It can't be that you've had chocolate. You've definitely had extra chocolate and not told me about it. Because you did those Raffaellos What's the answer? Come on. Too easily. Quick, one, two or three. What's the answer? It's either two or three. Huh? Either two or three. What's the answer? Okay, make a pick. Take a pick. Three. Three. Wrong. I've only snuck off once to have chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. And I like sitting on the couch. It's my favourite thing. Is it? That's nice. That's very nice. Ah, It's the simple things, isn't it? Yeah. You know? (laughs) The next question was asking a bit more about the book, the book I'm writing, but I feel yeah. like we kind of touched on that at the start. Yeah. Um, uh, someone wanted to know, we've had this question before, but we can definitely talk to it again. Um, in a, how do both of us go in a relationship with me overcoming an eating disorder? Mm. Tough one. Mm. I think that, um, I mean, initially for me it was definitely a little bit confronting. Um, not in a bad way, but it was just something that I had to learn and navigate. Um, I hadn't really experienced it before. Um, and obviously you'd done so much work on yourself anyway before we'd met, but there's still kind of little things that always pop up. I think for people with eating disorders, I don't think it just goes away. I think it's something that has to be managed. So yeah, I mean, you know, totally fine, but it was a process, um, of learning for me. And I think we had a very honest and open conversation yeah. from very early on yeah. about that. Like I was pretty transparent with you about yeah, my you struggles. And I remember on our first like serious date. Yeah. Oh, we're also two years celebrating two years. Happy two years. Happy two years. Yeah. Understated celebration, although we went to the lawn. Yeah. Uh, which is a beautiful retreat in Point Lonsdale. Um on our first proper date, I said to you, I'd like you to know I have a therapist. Mm. And you said, I find that really attractive. I've got one too. Yeah. And so I think because I was really open about having a therapist, that probably allowed you to go, yeah, this might be hard, but she is getting yeah. psychological help to help her through this mental condition 
because it is a mental condition. Yeah. It's not so much physical, even though you're doing a lot of physical things. And so I think like, and I say this nearly in every podcast I go on as a guest, like mental health is number one. Getting a psychologist or a therapist involved is so important, especially with how prevalent eating disorders are. So many people come to me and write to me and go, can I? Can you take my case and take me on as a client? And I will yeah. just say no and refer them to somebody that's a qualified counsellor or therapist or psychiatrist, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so for me, having a therapist is key. I No, I wouldn't have met you. I know for sure I wouldn't be in a happy relationship if I yeah. hadn't done that work. Yeah. So I would say that's probably yeah. the key to success with navigating an eating disorder and a relationship that yeah. is long-term. I think that for me it didn't worry me so much because you were working on it. And I said to myself, as long as um, you're working on it, then I'm like will always be supportive of that. But it is hard to be in a relationship with somebody that's not working on, say, if they do have some sort of issue or something they struggle with. Um, if they aren't working on that, then it does manifest in other areas of their life and relationship and does make relationships hard. Totally. Yeah. And a friend of mine once taught to me, you bring in a mirror of where you're at in your life. And yeah. I would, or when I had, was really bad with eating disorder stuff, I'd always, you know, extreme diet and then start dating someone. And so I'd bring in these really yucky people because I yeah. hadn't kind of like done the work on myself and I'd starve myself to get myself to a level where I thought it was okay to date. And so then you end up dating really negative yeah. personality yeah. Or, or like someone that's going to have a detrimental effect on you. Yeah. And it's really because you haven't done that psychological work that needs to happen in order for you to understand and grapple with. Also, eating disorders take 10 years to recover from. Yeah. So I'd be only coming out of it probably now. And you see yeah. I still have t- tricky of days. Of course, yeah. But it's like anything, you know, I still have, you know, I work on my anxiety and stuff like that, but I sometimes have tricky days with that. Yeah, I mean you've you know? come so far though, yeah. boss. Don't you feel that? Yeah. But I would say like ultimately that took, you know, a whole 12 months to get over the initial, you know, really bad anxiety and panic and then another 12 months to – to be able to live with it and function properly with it, mm. you know. So, yeah, I think that's another important thing. Any mental health thing, it takes time and yeah. it takes the right kind of therapist for you and it takes it takes hard work. Like yeah. I've been with my therapist now for three over three years and there was a full year and a half in there where I was like, oh, my God, nothing's happening in my life. I'm not meeting anyone. I'm not traveling. My green card's not approved. All these things were going on. And he said, why can't you understand that you're building the scaffolding for the rest yeah, of your life? Exactly. And I just couldn't get my head around this slower pace of just like consistently just doing the mental work. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I even look at like, you know, previous relationships and, um, you know, like those those people – um, would benefit so much from oh, yeah. a little bit of help and, you know, it's just improving their lives. Mm. And like, I mean, ultimately, like I'd never want to be in a relationship with them anyway, but for their own sake, I'd love to see them get a little bit of help for, you know, the stuff that they were going through. Because looking back now, I can definitely see that like they've, you know, Obviously, I wasn't aware, but, you know, there's definitely some eating disorder issues. There's never obviously some addiction issues. There's, you know, there's all these little things that that crop up and manifest. But, yeah, I don't know, a little bit of help I think just improves your life a lot. 
And I think even as a seeing a therapist or mental health just to be a better communicator. Yeah. Is that the word? Yeah. To your partner. Yeah. You know, and just kind of like being like, well, I want to have a healthy relationship, therefore I want to understand not only my own human behaviour but my partner's. Yeah. And that's where I think it's kind of like yeah. a magic ingredient. Yeah. Um, really cool question that came through. How would you define success? Oh, that's a hard one. Mm. I think I used to define success by there would be some kind of pivotal moment where everything changed for me, you know, or I'd make a big hunk of money or I'd do something, you know, groundbreaking. Um, I realized that that isn't for me and that's probably not going to happen. And when I look back, success has been a series of small things that have gone right for me, you know, and ultimately led me to where I am today, which, you know, I'm a, the happiest person I've ever been. I'm, oh, oh you just touched my hand. So I think, yeah, I think success is just doing a lot of little things right um, and just being okay with that and being happy with that, you know. I probably still haven't done like my big thing that I've like set out to do or my big achievement or like the biggest fucking movie or whatever it is or the biggest TV um, sync that I've ever had. But having – Just explain what a sync is or when you say movie, you mean movie score? Yeah, like a movie score and like a sync is getting your song on an ad or a TV show. But when I look back, I've actually had quite a few, you know, mid-sized ones and ultimately like that's what's made me successful. You know, so, but I don't know. It's just that that's when I look back, I can look back and just be happy on that and that's what success is for me. So would you define success as happiness? Yeah, for me, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I think I've sat with this as well. I'm writing a little bit about success in the book at the moment and I think success is Nothing materialistic. So yeah. I definitely when I was younger, I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's that Louis Vuitton bag. It's that epic Absolutely. house. It's that certain amount of money in the bank. But I actually think it's more about knowing who you are, understanding your values and morals and st- and really not wavering from them yep. and having the courage to step away from what's not serving you in order for you to march to the beat of your own drum. That's cool. Well, it sounds very spiritual, but I think it's this sense of being like, oh, I know who I am. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. And and being unwavering on that, to me, that feels like success. Yeah. Because really we get so caught up in this like idea of what we think success is when you have to be able to access that in the here and now. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm. I like that. Mm. Yeah, knowing who you are, that's what yeah. success is. yeah. Uh, okay. I think that, that is kind of the ultimate goal, isn't it? Like really understanding yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like saying this to my therapist, being around Nan while she was passing, like you're really forced to confront your own shit. Yeah. And you're really – it sounds really selfish and it is selfish. Yeah. So you're mourning and you're grieving this person you love and you don't want to let go of and at the same time you're witnessing death. Yeah. And so you're really confronted with, oh, my God, like, who am I? What am I doing? What is my purpose? What am I like? And, and so you're grappling with these big ideas about what 
life is yeah. whilst you're witnessing how fast it can go. Yeah. And so it's this really weird reality check and I know when I, I, I fully acknowledge that what I'm saying is selfish but I do think it is one of the byproducts of witnessing death. I think yeah. you're forced to face your own mortality yeah. and therefore face your own life. Yeah. And, and yeah, and, and that's why I think I feel clearer about what success is. It's not necessarily about some specific destination. It's more about like, hey, this is who I am. This is where I'm going and this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Final, final um, Insta question. Yeah. As a couple, what have we found has worked and hasn't worked with COVID or like what have been the challenges with COVID? And what have we loved? So I would say like we've got to live together as a result of COVID. We're in dad's holiday yeah. house. Before anyone writes any hate in, we haven't left since March. We've That's stayed right. we in We live Turkey. here. We are yeah. permanent residents. We've got a letter in our car. When we travel, we've got bills. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so but yes, it is your dad's house that we are. It's my dad's shout out, Noel Lee. Thanks, thanks Noel. Letting us stay in the holiday home. We're recording Poor it. In, we're recording in his bedroom right He's now. He's upset that he hasn't been able to come down in seven months. <laughs> no, with the pooch. So, um, yeah, what would you say is like as a couple with COVID? Because, like, let's be honest, there's been a lot of breakups during COVID. And Absolutely, lockdown. I think that the breakups occur because, yeah, like people aren't equipped to deal with shit in a relationship. You know, a lot of people's relationships, yeah, it's just all happy, and you go on dates and you go to dinners and. There's nothing super heavy. And then as soon as anything bad happens, people tend to run away from that. Um, I've definitely been through enough shit in my life and past relationships to know how to kind of deal with the harder stuff and the heavier stuff. And also having a therapist. Um, for us, well, for me, dealing with you um, is definitely understanding where you are at, like how you're feeling, what kind of mood you're in, Maybe some days you're feeling good about lockdown. Some days you're feeling shit about lockdown. So for me, it's just kind of um, uh, navigating, navigating how you're feeling, you know, and maybe it's a day that you need a bit more support and I'll give you a bit more support or it's a day that you need a little bit of space and then, you know, you go work downstairs and I'll work upstairs um, and understanding, you mm. know. Have and, you enjoyed this time? Yeah, I've loved it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's funny because you're like, oh, I haven't seen you all day. I'm like, we sit a metre and a half apart from each other. What about when I'm down here doing acting day? school That's though. a Saturday. That's one day a week. And night schools. Yeah, but that's like three, four hours. And usually I, you know, am working last or night. Or... Last night when I was acting school came up and someone was a bit tipsy, weren't they? Well, so I used a bit of white wine in my dinner and then I had to drink it. So yeah. <laughs> So good. But, yeah, I think it's um, having understanding um, and also understanding yourself. So when I'm in a bit of a shitty mood, um, I've been able to kind of communicate and be like, hey, I'm like I'm a bit of, in a bit of a shitty mood today. Um, this is kind of what I need or this is what I don't want you to do. <laughs> and usually he'll be like Can, the best way to remedy Matt's mood is if yeah. I take over cooking duties. Yeah. So, I mean, like – what, 80, 90% I cook? Let's say 70. I think 80, 90. But 
if I'm a bit flat or down, I don't want to cook. So or that's, busy. Yeah, or busy. So that's usually my telltale sign of, hey, can you make dinner tonight because I just can't be fucked, mm. you know. And you just giving me that space or taking over um, is massive for me. Well, it turned – oh, mm. you're welcome, boss. Oh, thank you. Uh, it, But it also uh, – I don't know. It just – it just feels like respect to me. Mm. That's all that feels like. Yeah. I've loved it because we haven't lived together before this. So, because yeah. um, I was always planning on going to America. So, I've loved that we've been able to live together yeah. this entire time and be around one another and yeah. be in each other's space and really enjoy it. I've also loved being on the surf coast. Yeah. Like, and, you know, we're going to go to Queenscliff tomorrow and just soak up this part of Australia that we may never have done in our lifetime properly. And, yeah, yeah, we just go on road trips and walks and nature. Yeah. I think – and, I mean, we've been dating two years. We've been living together seven months. Mm. You know, like I haven't haven't sat there and thought, fuck this, I want to, (laughs) like, get the fuck out of the house or I want to go – like get away from you. I'm, I'm a not, good egg boss. Yeah, I'm, I'm a good egg. I'm just saying like I've never not once had that feeling okay, where well, in, yeah. in past relationships I've had that feeling Yeah, where I'm like, holy fuck, I need to get the fuck away from this person. Mm. You know, like I, I, I definitely don't have any of that with you, which has been nice. But I think, again, this comes down to therapy, this comes down to respect, yeah. this comes down to finding your partner, like your yeah. soulmate if you want to go down the hippie route. Yeah. And and I think it comes down to like a very respectful, honest, true love. Yeah. You know, like we're very true and transparent with one another. Maybe yeah. too, too transparent. transparent. You're yeah, about you to are. Because <laughs> I talk about farts and poos. Is yeah. that why? Yep. <laughs> too much. <laughs> I don't think that's going to stop, boss. <laughs> it's only going to get worse, is it? Maybe. Well, it depends if I get on top of my food intolerances, I guess. Oh, God. <sighs> say what you want to say. I just keep dating girls with food intolerances. <laughs> Basically farters. Is that what you're trying to yeah. say? Yeah. <laughs> what were we talking about? I think we just got off traffic. <laughs> Oh, about COVID, but we end up talking about farts and poos. Yeah. Some people are probably going to tap out of this. We might get some negative comments, boss. About the too much fart talk. Aren't there podcasts where girls just talk very openly about sex? Sex and like vibrators. Yeah. I think that that, that's like so topical right now. Yoni eggs. Yoni eggs. Do you remember when I got given one? Yeah, you got given one. Did you ever use it? I gave it away. Oh, I never too. used it. I, <laughs> I've wrapped it up and gave it away. <laughs> Who'd you give it to? A, a mate, but I don't think she ever knew that. Oh, that's right. She yeah. knows a yoni nah. egg. She just thought it was a crystal. Well, it looks like an Easter egg, doesn't it? Well, yeah. it is an Easter egg, really. Because yeah. <laughs> isn't an Easter egg means surprise, right? Huh? Like Taylor Swift has Easter eggs in her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a surprise, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you find an Easter egg. Yeah. I feel like we're rabbiting now, so I'm yep. going to just tie this up in a nice little bow and I'm going to end by saying do yourself a favour. If you're getting any of the lockdown lows or melancholies or anything like that, watch yep. Shit's Creek. It is so good. It's very funny. And it's light and it's full of love. Like it's very heartfelt, wouldn't you yeah, say? Absolutely. And once you finish watching Shit's Creek, go back and watch all the American pies for Eugene Levy. 
And just so you know, when you're watching it, Eugene Levy is Dan Levy's dad. Yeah. And then Twy, Twyla, is her name Twyla? Twyla, yeah. who works in the cafe, she's his daughter. So yeah. like three from the family. And it's, it's all Canadian actors pretty yeah. much in it. So it's, yeah. I don't know, it's good. good and advice. doesn't Eugene's brother write on it or produce as well? Probably. Yeah. Frank Levy, yeah. Yeah, it's like a whole family affair. It's nice. I Very like nice. it. Yeah. Okay. Love you. Love you. Season six. Can't wait. Whoop. Bye. Bit more lockdown with you. Bring it on. Sexy yeah. Bring okay. it on. All right. Bye, bye. gang. Bye-bye. That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lollaberry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And, of course, spread the love. Spread the love.